Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's what's your your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's the 100th episode of the What's Your Weird Story podcast with me, your host, Adam Beebe, and with your host, other host, not me host, my best friend, my oldest friend, my ride or die bitch, my left hand to the right hand. I don't know where I went with that, but this is (laughs) me. This is Barry Johnston. Oh, I love it. I don't think I can follow that, man. Holy shit. <laughs> no, man. That's, uh, yeah, you're right. It's a hundred, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I can't even put my head around it, to be honest with you. This is like, I, if you'd have told me when we first started that we'd make it to a hundred, I don't know what I'd, I'd believe you or not, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, dude. But hey, congratulations, sir, for uh, hey. making a hundred episodes, my friend. You too, man. You too. Uh, yeah, it's been incredible. It really has been. We, you know, and we tried to, uh, we tried to do something special here. We, we wanted to do something for, for our listeners and, and really do something that we haven't really done and, and put together yeah. kind of an extravaganza of sorts. Yeah. So our original plans, uh, was, it seemed, our original plan seemed a little, um, pie in the sky, big time dreams. We thought this, but we wanted to get, uh, Wayne Cohen from the Flaming Lips, the yep. lead singer of the Flaming Lips. We wanted to get Wayne Cohen to be a guest. We tried it. And um, it seems far-fetched, like I said, but not as far-fetched as you seem. We got, my friends, we got very close. Very. Very close. We know people yeah. that know people. We and know people that know people, especially because we're Okies, you know. Right. We're, we're, and, and Wayne is like, you know, the king of the weird in Oklahoma. And so uh, we we got so far as Wayne was passed uh, my contact information number to, uh, to, to check out to get a hold of us. But, you know, um, the Lips have been putting out a lot of new singles uh, recently. So obviously yeah. they're busy and we didn't get it. But, you know, hey, Wayne, uh, the invitation to be on the show. It's open uh, at all times. We'd still love to have you on. Um, you know, you can be uh, you can be our honorary uh, mayor. Of Absolutely. Weirdsville. Absolutely. Um, so you know, you're welcome anytime. You're anytime, welcome anytime. anytime. We'll catch you on the next one. But yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. In my opinion, what we got coming up here is mm-hmm. a pretty awesome show, and it's you actually know, not just one show. That's right. That's right. This is a grand collection of this is like almost it's bare you know what it is it's almost like we're we got our a circus that's right that's right uh, just, just this came to me and it's, and it's very true um what we've got is we've got a bunch of stories and a bunch of guests and a bunch of friends coming by and saying you know hey how you doing um from throughout you know our our 100 episodes 
uh, joining us today. So it's cool. We got new friends. We got yeah. old friends. We got familiar faces. Well, they're familiar to us because we see them, but you guys yeah. don't see them. But you know, right? Familiar voices. But, That's right. Uh, you know what? And I think it's as good of level as us maybe scoring an indie rock legend, if not better. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying it. I'm absolutely, saying it. absolutely. We're we've brought it. We're we're bringing it. And, and we hope you enjoy it. You know, and speaking of bringing it, I, I, I really, I want to say this because I don't think that people really understand what goes on here. Uh, how we bring this show to you guys every week. Um, it's certainly a labor of love. Yes. But I just wanted to say this, man. Like working on these, you know, couple of episodes for our 100th, um, it really has made me realize that we, we try to put on a, a quality show for you guys. And... And it and it's not by accident. I mean, we we put a lot of time and effort into this, and and you especially, man. Like you you put into all these notes that you've put together, and you know if people don't know how this thing works, basically, ah. no. Hey, this is a, a two man operation here, and we're we're really kind of pulling you know triple duty here because you know not only are 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 we trying to book guests, and a lot of that is done you know by you, um, but we're both trying to get people to come on but then we're also you know going through the shows making edit Mm -hmm. points you know trying to configure these things trying to put different guests on if we need an extra guest to come on and making this thing work and 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 this show it kind of highlights that a little bit because we've taken you know new stories from our guests that we've had uh asked them to come on and, and and share some new stories with us and uh, it's that's not a small job. And so uh, ha- my hat's off to you, sir. Uh, you've done a great job. I mean, it's it's been consistent. Once I get done editing everything, it goes back over to you. You listen to it again, making sure that what we put out into the world hopefully isn't a big stinking pile of crap. Um, and uh, and we there do was. <laughs> there was the one time Barry makes us sound great. Barry's, the, you know, don't forget that Barry's the one who makes us sound fantastic every week, and he does all the editing and stuff like that. But there was the one time that Barry sent me an episode, and I kind of like, eh, I don't, I'll, I'll check it later. I don't need to worry about it. Barry's ace. He's always yeah, on top right, of the game. Right. And so then I go to check it, and we had forty-five minutes of nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It happens, man. Sometimes when you hit. You hit the uh, the Apple Z key, key to to delete what you've done. Sometimes something very important goes missing. Uh, it does happen, man. So so anyway, it's been a it's a system of checks and balances. We try again to put out something that we're proud of. Um, I can't believe that we've been able to have this many conversations with some amazing people, man. Yeah, we have, and you know that's been one of the most fantastic parts about this is. All the amazing people the new that we've met, new people, new friends that we've made, and hearing all their great stories, and then being surprised and hearing all these amazing, great, weird stories from people that we've known for years or even all of our life, you know? It's it's yeah. just it's wild. It's it fantastic. is wild, and 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 it has opened up a door to a conversation that we may not have had if we didn't have this platform. You know, it, it just it's just something that is just. I don't think you and I could have really understood that before we got into it and it's it's like it's really been a lot of fun and it's been fun hanging out every week and you know with each other and and we get hub in here and uh and we just have a great time man yeah yeah i've definitely learned uh stuff about you and heard stories of yours that 
you know, and I've literally known you all my life and then, you know, and not known those things. So yeah, you too, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's been, wild. It's been really, it's been really cool. So, uh, we just want to, you know, we want to, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, whether this is your first episode or your hundredth, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy it. And, uh, Barry, let's get to the stories. Let's get going. Well, first off, we have our friends Chad and Alta. And I know what you're thinking. Surely we've heard every weird story that they have to offer. But no, no, no. We've been holding out on you guys just a little bit. We've got for you is a really cool UFO story. So, Chad, Alta, what's your weird story? Okay, so there's a lot of years I don't have memory. Mm -hmm. So there's no talent. I can't account for what I can't account for. And I mean, no memory. There's just no memory. And then uh, somewhere around the age of uh, 9, 10, 11, somewhere in there, my mom, stepfather, and myself, that was my only family, uh, moved to Iowa, Mm -hmm. the Midwest. So it was an awesome place to grow up, let me tell everybody. It was just awesome. And so I spent my formative years in in Iowa, Cedar Rapids in particular. So from probably about, I'd say, the age of 10 till mom and I left there, I was in my first or second year of college, 19 or 20. So I spent, you know, again, probably about 11 years. Mm-hmm. That was my longest period of, certainly before that, I didn't have much memory or any. So that was, that. My, there's my life right there, my childhood. My friends that I connected with, it, it seems so far away now from who I've turned into. Mm. But... I made very good friendships. And uh, so what I discovered when we got reunited, because I don't have memory of this, of happening when it happened, Mm -hmm. not like my friends did. They seem to be used to be the memory. I just got reunited and I got reminded of a huge shock. Right. And one of them, so one of them was one of the friends, uh, she uh, was allowed by her parents to go with my mom and stepfather on a cross-country tour, not really a tour, a trip, a, su- a summer trip, a mm-hmm. uh, school out. Uh, my stepfather had cancer, mm-hmm. and there was no doubt he was going to die. And so his mom and his people lived in uh, Arizona, which is where I'm originally from. Mm-hmm. And so the idea was we were going there. This is kind of just, I say it lovingly, but creepy as well. Uh, we're going there because uh, I don't know this at the time. They don't clue me in. Um, his mama lived next door, who is a saint. Her name, Ruby. Absolute. I'm sorry, Cora. My other grandma was Ruby. Saints. These women, saints. Uh, but anyhow, the step grandmother, Cora, lived next door. She was a very religious woman out of Kentucky originally. And uh, But when I say religious, it was so beautiful. It was so private. Yeah. You know? No, she kept, and also she never had cut her hair. She kept her hair in a roll on her head, and she'd only take it down for me, and this beautiful mane of hair traveled on the ground way behind her. It was just magnificent. Wow. She just one of these very precious people. So anyhow, she lived next door at the time to a Hispanic family, this Arizona, and uh, apparently this uh, woman was noted as a healer, and uh, my grandmother took, you know, his mother took it very seriously. And then asked if they would come there and allow this woman to do this. So I didn't know, of course, at the time. So friends asked to join along, and they agree. And so we take off on this trip. 
Now, this is in uh, 74, okay. I think, 73, somewhere in there. Kind of get that mindset for cars. Whatever right. we were driving at the time was, you know, must have been a boat. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, one of those boats. It was four states long. You know that. <laughs> the land yacht. Yeah. And uh, so just keeping that in mind, her account to me was, she says we got to, we were somewhere outside of, just outside of Flagstaff, Arizona. She says, my parents are out of the car. They're, they're MIA. You can't see them nowhere. They're gone. It's the middle of the night. That's unheard of. That, let me just say, my mama was a mama bear. That's unheard of. My stepfather, very sick. Uh, that wouldn't be happening. They wouldn't be leaving these teenagers in this car alone, girls, middle of the night. She says they are gone. She said the next thing she she knows is that she's in the window of the car. Remember, again, these are the boats. Uh, she's laying up in the window, dash, and I'm on the seat or vice versa, and she said, we're staring up into the sky, and clear black night, she remembers, in Arizona, it's the southwest, she says that a, a white, very bright, I don't know exactly how she described it, if she said UFO, or do you remember ever, Chad? He's shaking his head, no. She said, anyhow, it sounds to me like a white orb, that's the yeah. only way I understand it came down out of the sky literally it came down fast right on top of us and then all lights go out no more memory after that it would appear then the next day or whatever this was about my parents are you know that trip was followed through so but mm -hmm. she's never of course forgotten that experience i did wow Damn. uh yeah. And again, can't even begin to describe how out of characteristic, probably like if your parents, you would never expect your parents gone in the middle of the night. On the yeah. middle of, you know, just outside of a community you're not from. Yeah. On a highway. Of course. You know, kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow. That was, yeah, that was one of the experiences. I'm thinking she might have shared a few more and right now it's a blank. Oh, she claims, she tells me that she, after I left Iowa, 1920, she stays behind, of course. She marries fairly young, has her not first year, date. Not the year 1920. I just want to clarify that for everybody out there. But aged 19 or 20 is when you Thank left. You. <laughs> Thank you. Just want to make sure everybody knows. Feel it. Yeah. <laughs> She's saying that uh, she and her new hubby, I don't, I don't guess they've had the baby yet. Maybe she's not pregnant yet. She claims they're building a house from scratch. Tough old Iowa girls. So they're out in the middle of a boonies field, and uh, they bricklaying and building this thing, and it's come along far enough. She said, you know, it's all, all field, Iowa fields, but she says there's like a huge tree way off in the North 40, just this big, beautiful, huge tree. Yeah. So she says, you know, she's sitting down after they've worked all day, and she's pooped. She says she's sitting on the porch having a beer. She says, honey's inside the house looking. She said, all of a sudden now he's not in the house. He's flying past her out of the house. And he's hauling ass across this field screaming. Do you see it? Do you see it? Well, all she sees is, his, you know, his butt flying past her and it's dark time. And then she looks, she gets past him and she sees this ginormous my word, 
craft lit up, slow-mo, coming in very slow and very low, like tree level, like not much higher than that freaking tree. That was a huge tree, but still. And then, um, then she says it just it just went off. It almost feels like a whale watching it, you know, float away from you. Wow! Just that grandeur and the way she described it, it just had that feel to it. Well, dude goes running off across the field because his visual. This is more that when you study this stuff and learn this. First of all, I think you learn nothing because it seems like everybody has their own individualized experiences in the same experience he sees something red like molten coming out of the bottom of this ufo on that field he saw it fall out drop out of it like lava or molten something wow Wow. yeah you know red the way it's described and uh he sees it hit the ground well when he gets there nothing there is he just sounds and feels crazy now she never saw that she but she never took her eyes off of it either so that was again this is the chick that you know says in outside a flag years earlier right six or seven years earlier now the other one oh so sorry finishing out her story now they're out in the middle of no man's land like i said iowa building this house on that same night she gets in the house or she gets to a phone or whatever and calls her mama. Now, she's got a little sister at this point that must be in high school, junior senior in high school, that happens to be a cheerleader. The cheerleaders are all coming home in the same car from cheerleading. Uh, my friends called her mother. She's got her mother on the phone saying, did you see that? Because it was so ginormous. We're talking again, fields, huge, miles. Right maybe. No. So she's immediately calling her mama, so that means mama, she would have expected, had view. Mama's clueless, has no idea what she's talking about, but then all of a sudden, sister runs in the house, out of the car, yelling what they, that had just been over their heads in the car while they're driving. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. Right. Just, you know, just some of that more, what? Wow. It's Jake from episode 55. What can you tell me about the band White Devil Detroit? I just want to say happy 100 episodes to watch your weird story podcast. Keep it going, legends. Wow, Chad and Alta, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a new story with us. It's never a dull moment. For real, yeah. Never disappointing. You know, they always deliver, and it's fantastic. So Absolutely. Thanks, you guys, again. It's been great meeting you through the show, and thank you for being such a big part of the show and being on the show so often and telling just such amazing, incredible, weird stories from your life of high strangeness. Absolutely. And up next, we have a good friend of mine. Her name is Taylor, and she's got mm-hmm. a really cool, weird story about a mm-hmm. picture. Yeah, so let's get right into that. Taylor, what's your weird story? Well, um, it was back in, I think, 2012. Um, I was a senior at Chisholm High School, and then we were going to uh, University, or no, Oklahoma State University, sorry, uh-huh. OSU, for a cheer camp to learn some things for the next year. 
to teach to the new um, girls. And my friend's sister was a student there, so she allowed us to kind of go hang out in her dorm. And, you know, as high school students, it's super cool to be hanging out in a college dorm room. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so she had classes and everything, and so we were just kind of hanging out um, and taking pictures as all high school everybody does selfies all that stuff and so it was me and two of my friends so if you look at the picture you can see i'm the blonde and then the other two girls one's on the computer and one is up um Mm -hmm. beside me and so there's only three of us in the room and i i took the picture and i was just like oh it's so cute i'm gonna post it later um so i kept it and then the thing is, I got home that night, and I was at my dad's house just laying on the couch looking through all the pictures from that day, and I kind of scrolled through, and then I stopped, and I kind of zoomed in, and my heart, like, jumped a little bit, and I was like, uh, that's really creepy, so I texted the picture to both of the girls, and I said, look at this picture, like, do you notice anything weird about it, and they both texted back, and were freaking out, and then I went in and showed my dad, and then... Um, I sent it to my youth pastor at the time and I said, can you take a look at this picture and tell me like what you think it is? And he goes, oh yeah, that's definitely like an old soul. They love to like be seen. And he was telling me these weird stories about like it's happened to him before and he's seen other pictures from other people that there'd be just somebody like sitting beside them that they sometimes mm-hmm. they like to jump in just to be seen. Wow. And whenever he took that freaked me out. Wow. So, so, so yeah, go ahead, Adam. Do, do I was going to just kind of run through, describe the picture. What yeah, I'm yeah. seeing here. Um, so we've got, um, the three of you and behind, um, the, the person on the right in the picture, and we'll have this for the, our, uh, on our our uh, Instagram and everybody, so you can take a look and you can see this. Behind you, or behind the person on the right, is somebody who's kind of like poking their head around that person, like you know, and they've got like a black shirt on, and then they have their their face is out of focus, but you can clearly see the yeah. the mouth and the lips, very yeah. well defined. You can see the nose and the shadow, and then you can see like the eyebrow and you can see the very deep set eyes. Yeah. And, but it also looks like part of the, 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 the face is not there on the top of the, uh, what would be the right side of the face. And these eyes, man, it almost looks they, like a mask. Exactly. But, dude. But, except the rest of the face is so fleshy. I know. It's so but weird. it looks like, it looks like a mask. It looks like, well, do you remember the movie, the mask? Yeah. With uh, Eric Stoltz where the, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of like that. That's right. But not as big enough. But, That's crazy. And it looks like it's in motion. Yeah, absolutely. And it's locking dead eyed right the ca- at the camera. Yeah. And there was no, and, and there, there was no one else in the room at the time. Right. I mean, that's. Well, no. And just because three. her sister was in class and for one this is an all-girls dorm and so boys weren't allowed right and i'm pretty sure that person in the back is not a girl right but yeah wow and also if you uh, continuing with the i mean i'm looking i'm zoomed up on it now 
on it, the the one shoulder that's popping out behind, just a tiny bit. It there's a little bit of the edge where it gets see through, blurry, yeah. and you can see, yeah, you can see the notes on the desk behind. Right. God, that's so freaky. That is bizarre. Had do you know if anybody else had seen anything like this? You ever heard any stories or anything like that around around there? Um, I don't remember if it was at. OSU, but I did show somebody that picture, and they said that they um, were at a like a water fountain, or like not a fountain, but like a well, yeah, it's a, not like a drinking fountain, but like a massive water fountain. Mm-hmm. And they took a picture, and then they looked at it later and saw like this ghost figure sitting on the edge of the water fountain. So I've heard of other things happening like that, but wow. I personally haven't. <laughs> This is, yeah. we've only had, you're the second person that has had, that I can think of that's had, that had the photograph to prove it. Now, we, I mean, we've had people that have had photographs, but they've, you know, in time lost them. But like, um, th- but God, this is so, it's such a freaky, it's such a freaky image. It's so weird. Yeah. And it's. Yeah, you, you I, caught something. Away, yeah, you yeah, caught, you <laughs> caught something. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. That is wild. Well, so, yeah. You, okay, so have you had any other kind of, any kind of experiences beyond this one very weird event? Um, not necessarily any of, like, picture experiences, but I have had one, like, whenever I was sleeping, and, like, I, I tried to wake up, but I couldn't. Something was, like, holding me back and holding me down. I've mm-hmm. had that happen once or twice before in my life. And that's another thing that gets kind of crazy and creepy. Yeah. But when, when you do that when, that, uh, when that happens to you, um, are you able to, like, are you able to, do you hear anything? Are you able to open your eyes? Or is it just, like, the weight on your chest or is it something like holding you or is your body completely like numb? Uh, it's more like the, you can, no, I, uh, the weight. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah heard, that's we, a, we've heard that. Yeah. Before. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but I haven't had anything like recently or in the past years. I, I, I tend to stay away from the whole Ouija boards and yeah. that. I'm not into that life. <laughs> You're smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. You're smart. Yeah. Yeah, I've we we love hearing the stories, but we're not I'm not especially me. I'm not chasing after any kind of this right. thing. I'm not going to mess with any kind of Ouija board or anything, but uh but yeah. Well, it's <laughs> wild that you know, I think one of the crazy things is, is you weren't necessarily looking for this. It just is it's in the picture. It's just you know, it's it it's there for you to see that it was a whatever you captured was there at that moment in time and it's bizarre. It is absolutely bizarre. Weird. <laughs> now, since you since this happened, have you like scrutinized every picture that you've taken since? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like I some of the pictures I will like look in hardcore. I did for a while, for sure. Um another thing I guess that I kind of remembered in uh, Miranda just went outside, but in our old house, we were always told that like the little, like flurries, 
like we would point the camera somewhere and it would be clear. And then you point mm-hmm. the camera somewhere else. There was like little flurries, mm-hmm. like when you turn on the flash. And so that was in our old house from our, our rent house that we had before I got married. And wow. He has our own orbs. house. So. Orbs. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or- yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. really I cool. I told her about that picture one time and I was like, it's probably him. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, as weird as the, as weird as the person or thing is and looks, it, I mean, at least it's, it's, it's smiling, you know, it doesn't look, yeah. it, it doesn't look like it's being mean, you know? Right. Oh, it's just friendly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wow. That's cool. Well, Taylor, thank you for coming on and, and yeah. telling, yeah. telling our, your story and sharing that with us. This is Scarlet Storm from episode 82, King of All Penguins, and the Halloween episode. Happy 100th episode to which you read story. Stay cloudy and strange. Holy cow, you guys. Go over to our uh, Instagram account if you're on Instagram and, you know, in our Facebook page. We'll put it up there, too. But you got to go and look at that picture because it is freaky it is freaky man it is absolutely freaky and she showed me that picture i said you got to come on tell this story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so guess what we got next what's that we have a return of our very first guest on the oh. what you weird story podcast nice Midas is awesome just all around he has helped us out so much on the show before we started, because Mita says, you know, his this Mita's pod and his own podcast, and he's helped us so much out on the technical side, getting us geared up, and when we've had problems, uh, and he, and even to this day, he's totally been awesome, helping us out, giving us advice, and Mita's also has a new podcast called Fun Fact Fridays that he is being he's actually I guess kind of the co-host on because it's all done and led by his daughter Leah. Yeah, that's really cool. Really it's cool. a great podcast. It's awesome. And basically, it's, you know, they learn stuff, and it comes out every Friday, and they share all these cool, fun facts about a certain theme that they'll have every week. And, it, you, again, you, it's, you can find it all over the place, you know, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, you can go and find that. And, of course, me just cast himself. But before we get to talking about that, before we talk to the me Meetasai, whatever you – however the plural <laughs> of me is – um, we're going to hear some really cool stories from both Metises, some weird stories from both Metises. So, Metises, is, 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 what's your weird stories? Is, is, is. Well, uh, I'd always bring a few. I don't, I don't like doing just one. Um, but <laughs> we, we actually it. have, Leela actually has a weird story. Uh, not supernatural in any way, but uh, something really weird that happened to us, uh, what, two years ago, give or take? Maybe, yeah. About two years ago. Um, I'll let her I'll let her tell the story. Cool. So we were in the store, and we were at the very back aisle. And Sam's Club. Sam's Club, Sam's. yes. Okay. Very back aisle, and a deer starts running down. A 10-point buck deer <laughs> starts running down the aisle. The middle of the aisle, my dad or my mom shoves me out of the way and grabs me and I turn around and there's nothing there and I see a whole bunch of people looking to where 
the deer landed and the, <laughs> the deer <laughs> ran into a deer park water. Yeah, the deer, <laughs> the deer park the deer, water. It came in. It came in where the where they do the tires. You know okay. the big garage yeah. doors. It came running in there because there's a bunch of woods behind the Sam's. Right. And it came running in, ran straight down the aisle all the way to the back of the oh store. I didn't God. see it because I had my back to it. And my wife goes, "Deer." And I'm like, "Yeah, yes, honey." And I, I didn't know what was going on. And I look, and she's grabbing Leela and yanking her and like throwing her into the olive oil, you know, rack. Oh wow! And I'm like, "What is going?" And then the deer comes running past right, right where Leela was standing. And this, it's like she said, it was a ten point buck. And I'm like, "Holy sh!" And it just barrels right into a pallet of Deer Park water. Wow! And you know, it stumbles off of its feet, and you know, I've got it my starts running toward the back. Starts, yeah, it, it, was, it was stunned when it hit the water. Sure, and um, it was trying to get back up, but those slick concrete floors with its hooves, it couldn't. It was right. having trouble. And I didn't know if it was going to come back towards us or what. So I put my hand on my pistol because I've always got my pistol on yep. me, and because that's dangerous, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then it turns and it runs back towards where they have the stocking area. And uh, me and two of the employees take some carts and we're like trying to like gate it off into the stock room. And one of the employees <laughs> is yelling for the stock room people to open up the, the loading bay door. Yeah. So so it'll run out. And um, it went around the corner and I, we lost track and we left. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What was your initial thought? Like. Am I really seeing a deer right now? Is that what you thought? Yes. I was terrified. <laughs> I'm sure. I was so thankful that my mom got me out of the way. No kidding. Yeah. Yep. Phaedra was the hero in this one. Wow. Uh, a 10-point yeah, buck's a pretty decent-sized deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have caused some damage. It caused yeah. damage to the pallet of water. Wow. I blinked, um, turned around, saw a um, small child screaming. And I was like, what the heck? I turned and I saw it. <laughs> It was wow. terrifying. That's crazy. It was wow. completely random out of nowhere. <laughs> no kidding. Well, that was an exciting trip to that the was exciting. Sand. That is strange. So uh, the stories from my, my brother. Um, I went to Hawaii recently to visit my brother. He's got a uh, he's living out there. He's got a nice place. And he's got a business going and everything. Um, so he's like, come on out and, you know, see my, see my place. Well, I'll take you and see the sights. Well, I was, uh, in the truck with him driving back from somewhere and we got to talking and I told him that I was on your show and, um, I was telling him about some of the stories I told and he's like, well, I've got some stories and I'm like, well, let me, <laughs> hold on, let me get out my notepad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, and then I forgot it all. So I called him re- earlier today and got a recap. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and one of them actually goes back, bringing it back around, uh, kind of goes back and it's kind of the sequel to one of the stories I told in y'all's very first episode. Oh, cool. Um, if you recall, in episode one of What's Your Weird Story, I talked about my mother um, having a shadow person experience yeah. with Abe Lincoln's ghost. That's right. Right. And... Um, I was telling my brother about that, and he was like, holy shit. And I'm like, what? And he's like, that thing's been following me my whole life. Whoa. Whoa. He's every couple of years, he has a shadow person experience. And he said, I was like, oh, are they? And he's like, and they vary. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll wake up, can't move, and there he is. And sometimes it's more aggressive. And he said that his worst one 
he was okay. So he had gone to see some people that he knew. I can't remember. It's just friends. Um, mm-hmm. And he went to their house and he was, you know, he had his own little guest room and everything. And he was laying there, dozed off and he woke up and couldn't move. And there was like a gnarly looking demonic monster over him, mm-hmm. holding him down, you know, um, and he was trying to scream and couldn't scream. And this, he said that it was the most horrifying experience of his entire life. Now, this is a guy who's led a very adventurous, interesting life. He's uh, he's been attacked by a Bengal tiger. Um, he actually bought a lion cub. Well, his roommate bought a lion cub off of Joe Exotic from the Tiger King. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, yeah, about fifteen years ago. Oh um, man! Wow! <laughs> so that's a story in uh, itself. Yeah. Right. But and I've got pictures of me with that lion cub. Um, once it started getting older, they. Um, donated it to a zoo so um wow but yeah they were like this was stupid we shouldn't have done this it's not good for us or the cat so at what age did they figure that uh, out six months um, a year it went when it was re- reaching full size they yeah. were <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were too. mike likes exotic animals though he had a um 16 foot uh snake okay. i can't remember what the what kind it was but it was about 16 foot when he finally gave that to a, a sanctuary wow um but he, you know, he knows how to take care of me. Does all the research and tries to do everything right. Right. Uh, he loves loves animals. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he has been been kicked off of a motorcycle at 100 miles an hour. He's Ooh. he's had some pretty crazy stuff happen to him. And he said that bar none, this thing holding him down while he was sleeping, and he couldn't move, couldn't scream, was the most horrifying experience he's ever had in his whole life. Wow. He said it was it was like trying to pull all of the fear out of his body at once and like eat it is what he felt like wow and he, and he finally pushed through and finally started to yell and once he started screaming it disappeared he woke up you know he's like came to consciousness and he woke up screaming at the top of his lungs right so he gets up and he stumbles out into the hallway and the way that this house is laid out, you've got like the living room, and then there's a long hallway off the living room. Mm-hmm. There's two rooms on the left, and he was in one of those rooms. And at the very end of the hallway is a baby's crib. That's where the baby's room was. Mm-hmm. And he looked, and you know everything was okay. And then he went and sat on the couch, and where he was sitting, he could see down the hallway. And when he looked down the hallway after he had sat down, because he was so freaked out from what just happened in his dream, there was a seven foot tall dude with super long fingers and like no eyeballs hovering over the crib messing with the baby oh my god so he's like that's the thing you know he's like this thing's attacking the baby now Mm -hmm. so he jumps up and starts running towards it and right when he's about to barrel into it he wakes up again now (laughs) whoa dude and he's sweating, and he's got tears coming out of his eyes because he's in. So he, that's his worst shadow person experience. And it wasn't the typical shadow person, but if you look into the sleep paralysis yeah. phenomenon, yeah. it's one of the stereotypes is the sure. nightmare creature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, oh, first man, of all, dude. I am my the hairs on my arms are just standing up straight. I've got such crazy goosebumps from that. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like you said, that nightmare, that that creature is definitely one of the stereotypical things that go along with sleep paralysis. And the the that 
the hat man you know the right. the dark the the shadow person with the long fingers and the hat is one of the most prominent and well seen and recorded of the shadow people right that uh, type throughout history yeah yeah wow that's crazy oh, wild stuff man yeah he said it's been following him and, I, and that just made me think about the fact that the one experience my mother had is when she was pregnant with him oh, so yeah man so wow so she, he said that since he's been in Hawaii, he hasn't had one. He's been there how, about 10 years. How often would that happen um, to him? He's, it, sometimes he'll go two years without having one, and sometimes it's like Every, you know once a year. Wow. A year or so, give or take. Um, but he's been having his whole life. Wow. Um, I remember him waking up screaming, or him waking me up screaming. And like I was like, what's and he's, he's like, no, night terrors, you know, is what you, right. what you say. Right. Yeah. Um, because we had shared a room, we were, you know, we we had didn't have a lot of money growing up, so uh, we shared a room sometimes, um, and we'd just pass out in the living room, both of us sometimes watching TV. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, uh, one of his other ones, like I said, he's in Hawaii, and there's a a place there that used to be used by the Navy, and they had all kinds of satellite dishes and stuff up on top of this tall mountain. It's called like the Stairway to Heaven. Okay. Um, and it's it's forbidden. Like, I mean, like by law, you can't. You're not supposed to climb it because it's too dangerous. Right. Um, and he, my brother, he cuts trees. He's a he has an arborist service, and um, he gets to talking to a lot of people. And he was talking to the security guard at the entrance to this place, and he's like, you know, other than I mean, I've heard you know spooky stories and stuff about this place. What what's the real deal? You know. And the guy guarding the gate was like, no, nah, man, I don't even talk about it. I don't even talk about it. I just stand here and I do my job. I don't even talk about it. And he's like, wow. is it just it, like military? So he's like, no, nah, man. No, nah, man, this ain't got nothing to do with the military. <laughs> Whoa. So Mike gets curious. Um, so he goes on a little adventure. And he's, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's gotten in there. And um, he goes to... See, he's got. Oh, sorry, he's looking at the path leading to the thing. He's kind of like at the at the the gate there, and he's looking into the path. And him and his buddy are standing there, and they see something moving in the jungle. Well, you know, it's it's white, but chickens or whatever. So they they're looking, and they see an orange glow coming out of the jungle about fifty feet from them, like into the into the woods, and. Out of the woods to their left, a figure floats out, foot off the ground. It's glowing orange, and it's a woman in like a Mary Poppins type dress, like you know, like the old yeah eighteen hundreds fancy yeah. dress. Yeah, Eliz- like what do they call that? Elizabethan. Elizabethan. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah but that, a little more that's... modern than that. Right, but right. Uh, he floats across the road and back into the woods. And my brother looks at his buddy and he's like, what did you just see? And his buddy's like, what the f- was that? <laughs> and so they both told each other what they saw and they saw the same thing. And my brother would be like, oh, my eyes are playing tricks on me or something if it had just been him. Right. But then he had talked to a lot more locals. This was fairly soon after he moved there. He talked to a lot more locals and all of them had seen this. All of them had seen this this entity, 
Uh, you know, and it had a definite shape. Wow, Adam. <laughs> it had a discernible shape. It, it had a discernible shape. It was a woman from the early 1900s or wow. something like that. But it uh, apparently that's a well-known uh, spirit that really? inhabits the the jungle there. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I told him I was gonna look it up, so I will eventually. Um, <laughs> wow. So uh, and then. The, okay, so the next one goes back to Texas, uh, where I grew up, and this is the, this is the last one he's he's told me. Um, he, this happened to my uncle, uh, and my uncle was very doesn't believe in this stuff. Like he doesn't believe anything supernatural. He was very he's he's passed since, but uh, he didn't believe anything supernatural. Very realistic guy. Um, they had moved into a trailer park and there was a, it was just kind of just like your typical West Texas, no money trailer park. Well, he was, when he was living, sorry, him and his buddy were living there. And one night they had a little Sharpay dog and one night a cloud of darkness or whatever i don't know like how you would describe it but a, a cloud of darkness came into the room and my uncle saw it and his his roommate wasn't in the room he said that he saw it surround the dog and then go into it and then as soon as the last little bits of this cloud had gone into the dog the dog started flipping out rolling on its back biting its own legs ripping up the carpet and this is a you know nice little mild-mannered dog was like instant rabies when this happened wow and then he said two three minutes this dog was just ripping up stuff just destroying stuff never done anything like this just going crazy and then he saw this cloud shoot out of the dog's mouth and through the wall whoa and the dog just stopped and you know was a little stunned and then went over and sat with him whoa so my uncle starts telling um his roommate about this and he's like, ah, oh, you're crazy. You know, you're, you're, you've been listening to your, my grandmother's uber religious God warrior person. It's like, yeah, I've been listening to your, you're listening to your mom too much. You know, you're <laughs> stupid. You know, just, let's, uh, let's go have a drink, you know? So anyway, they, that same night they go to bed and my uncle had the most vivid, uh, realistic sex dream that he's ever had in his whole life. It was like an hour long, the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. Perfect skin, perfect hair, everything does, you know, they, they kind of won't get too detailed with it, but right, uh, right towards the end of the dream. We'll save the details for after the, uh, after after the recording, recording, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, towards the end of the dream, he wants to get a good look at the girl's face again. And he lifts up, you know he's you know he lifts up her head and she has no eyeballs she has full mouth of super sharp teeth she's got like pus and blood coming out of her eye sockets oh good lord and she's all sunken in like a zombie so he he flips out and he wakes up and of course he's like oh that was a horrible or wonderful and then a horrible dream but he has like green slime on him not like a glowing green or anything but like these little like, just he said, he said it was just slime. Right, mm-hmm. he felt like it, he'd been slimed, like on the movie Ghostbusters. Yeah, right, right, right. And he's like, "This is you know some kind of substance on him." And you know, 
important. But anyway, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> I won't like, ask. Fill in the right, blank. Yeah, where it was. But right. uh, anyway, he goes out of his room to go and live, whatever he's doing, and his roommate starts screaming in his room. So he opens the door, and his roommate is jumping up out of bed trying to get stuff off of his chest and he's like what what happened and he's like man you won't believe the dream i just had had literally the exact same dream my uncle didn't tell him a single detail of his dream whoa Whoa. and he had the exact same dream on the exact same night wow right well so he tells um my uncle tells my grandmother about this and my grandmother god warrior super religious woman uh, she gets her prayer circle out there and they've got the holy water and they're anointing the, the doorways and oil and things like that. And they, they get the preacher to come out there and the preacher comes out and he says, listen, um, objects can have a, a spirit attached to them. So do you have anything that might be in any way connected to anything evil in the house? And he was like, well, no, I don't, we don't, we don't believe in evil or things like that. So, and um, but we do have Hitler's bones, right? So. <laughs> We've got bones. <laughs> well, they did f- figure out that they had some of the memorabilia from the movie Hellraiser really? because one of their friends was involved with the production of Hellraiser. Wow! Oh, and there's some real satanic imagery on some of this oh, the yeah. artifacts and stuff they have, right? And they've got pictures from the set and pictures of like some of the the runes and stuff that are used in the oh, just a whole album full of pictures, right? Yeah. Well, the preacher's like, listen, if you're not super attached to this stuff, I'm going to recommend you get rid of it because what'll it hurt if you know? Other than you're getting rid of some cool stuff, what's it going to hurt to get rid of it if it's going to get rid of these events from happening? Right. Um. Because he knew that they weren't really believers, so he's making it real, you know, yeah. palatable for them. So they go out to the burn barrel and they toss the stuff in there. Because, um, like they said, they're like, "No, I don't want that to happen again. The stuff that just happened, I don't want that to happen again. So we're going to burn this stuff." Well, they threw the stuff in the burn barrel. They're burning it all up and everything. And they go to empty the burn barrel um, before the their next. You know, they're going to dump the ash and start over the next time they're going to burn. When they dump the ash out none of the pictures had been touched by the fire. Whoa. None really? Of them. They all looked pristine wow. as if they had never been in the fire. So they're like, oh, no. So they took the pictures, poured gasoline on them. And my aunt actually verified all of this, except for the dream part and the dog part. But all the stuff with the burning, she was involved in all this. <laughs> so <laughs> they burned it. The pictures did not burn. They poured accelerant on it. It didn't burn. Whoa. So they just went out of the desert and threw them on the side of the road. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, like I said, my aunt was, um, this is his sister. My aunt was involved in that part of it. And she's like, I wonder if there's anything else going on. So she starts looking up old newspaper articles. She goes to the library and gets on the microfiche yes. and yep. looking up old news articles from the area that he lived in um, outside of Lubbock. And apparently, about 100 years before this all happened, there was a cult operating in his neighborhood that the trailer park is now on that had sacrificed babies. Wow. 
Wow. So it might have just been the land that was cursed. That's right. wild, man. Right. Well, Hellraiser, the movie, has a female character in it that seduces the... Is it the Hellraiser that is... Um, he start, he slowly... She starts feeding him blood, right? I don't know if you guys remember that, but like she's feet, she's sacrificing. I've actually, never seen it. Okay, she sacks, <laughs> she's sacrificing people to this. I think he's an entity or something. The Cenobite, the Pinhead. But the, yeah, yeah. But then he start, he starts, you know, slowly starts coming back. Like he starts, like he 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 he's like he gets to the point where like he doesn't have any skin on him, you know? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I know what you're talking. About. I think it's but the. Um, that's exactly. He, do what? I think it was the uh, the protagonist is the uh, is this young woman, and I believe it's like her father or something like that who has died. But he was an evil man and the, yeah, all that stuff. There's some seduction going on there. Too, yeah, yeah. There's you know right. But that's what I thought about when you said that. I was like, oh man, dude, maybe there's something weird attached to the things that they had. From the movie, that's oh, yeah. wild. Yeah. Dude. That's wild, dude. The, the runes and stuff that they draw and stuff probably came out of some right. actual satanic yeah. book, right? Yeah. Some real Necronomicon or something, right. right? Right, crazy, dude. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Um. So, it was a long time ago. You guys had an episode with somebody from Greenville talking about the bike man, or there's a, a man on a yeah. bike or something. Yeah. Like that. Um. Tricky, tricky Sam. Tricky, tricky Sam? Yeah. I don't know. But when I was listening to that episode, it reminded me that one time when we were going to a party in Greenville, we were on the outskirts of Greenville, and we saw this guy riding a bike. Um, and I wouldn't normally remember somebody riding a bike, but there had been, it was right around Halloween, and there was a um, huge smiley face Mylar balloon floating in the middle of the road and it was the creepiest thing ever because it was floating at like six feet um <laughs> yeah. and we're like what is that what is that and we get real close to it and it's just a smiley face balloon somebody had dropped out of their car sitting in the middle of the road and then there's this guy on his bike an older guy and he waves at us you know and whatever we drive past him and the place we were going was probably 10 miles from where we saw him and as we pulled up to the party that we were going to he pulled up and was like, hey, guys, what are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> and I'm like, when, you know, it was it could have been another person wearing the exact same outfit. <laughs> so but it, it creeped me out. And when you all told and you all were talking about Tricky Sam or is that his name? I'm uh, uh, is that it. I'm trying. Yeah. To, I'm trying to, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> There was I don't a, know. I, I don't know what it was, but I just it reminded me of that guy, and that freaked me out more than anything. I know, like I said, it could have been just somebody wearing a similar outfit, but yeah, y'all freaked me out a little bit when yeah. y'all were talking about him. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. You never know, right, man? That who was? The, and then there was another one. There was another guy like that they the called Do Buddy. Do Buddy. Yeah, right. Michael was talking about the Do Buddy. Right. Um. So yeah, there's a couple of them weird root doctor type people around that area legendary figures that right. have the same kind of weird you know ability to like 
jump around. Yeah, yeah, like, jump around and go through walls and do all sorts of all sorts of stuff. It can't be kept in jail, crazy stuff like that. Yeah, right. Oh, that's weird. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Wow. That's great, man. Great stuff, dude. You never yeah, dis- you I never think- disappoint, dude. <laughs> and you know, I hate doing uh, secondhand stories, but no, I, no, those, I kinda those, I kinda burned up a lot of my uh material those in the are first great. two episodes. <laughs> well, you know, great. hey, it's it's your it's family members, you know, it's right there. Right. So that, and that, they we, and Mike Mike didn't want to come on. He's not he's he wouldn't have done it. For sure. So yeah. he's like, You can tell my stories, that's cool. That's cool, man. <laughs> well, you know, in the story about the navy, you know, that, that's right, right? The navy base or whatever there in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, well it was just a path that the navy used okay. to go this mountain okay um and they've they've too many people got hurt climbing it um right. so they put a put a fence around where you could get to it um to keep you from getting hurt right you know right hi guys this is micah harris from episodes 20 and episode 2083 excuse me um i'm just a little disconcerted here in the midst of the pandemic, I've taken to walk in my neighborhood in my Andromeda string containment suit. Uh, the unmarked helicopters are hovering, and I, um, since my neighbor's haunted house got an easement, um, the poltergeist activity is starting to get kind of wild at my house. Plates are flying, etc. Anyway, wish you guys a happy 100th, and that's my weird story. Okay, so let's get to. Uh, so, what do you got going on? What do you guys have going on with your podcast? What what what's the uh, what's the whole synopsis? Well, okay, so we. I used to take Lila to school back when school was a thing, uh, before the Rona <laughs> came in. I would I would typically take Lila to school on Fridays, um, just the way the schedule worked out. And on the way to school, I would be like, "So, what have you learned this week?" And Lila would tell me something she learned. And we just started saying before each time we told each other a fact that we had learned, we'd be like, it's Fun Fact Friday. So we just kept talking about that, right? Well, I've got um, a lot more audio gear recently because I'm kicking up my Meet Us Pod production a little bit. And she wanted to, you know, maybe start a podcast. And I was like, well, what will we do? And she's like, we could do Fun Fact Friday. So that's our show. It's Fun cool. Fact Friday with Leela and David. Um, it's her show. Cool. It's her idea. She does the music for it. Um, she wrote a little theme song and nice. plays it. Nice. And then she does the audio editing uh, after we're done to get rid of lots of um, oh, um, or, you know, yeah. mess ups on words. Yep. Yeah. Right. Saying things wrong or yep. if I say something inappropriate because we like to keep it clean um because you know it's, it's a kid's show we try yes. to keep it fun and light you know Good. i'll say something's a little dark but basically each week what did you tell them about leela fun fact friday is a weekly podcast where we find fun facts surrounding a different topic every week so perhaps last week we did superstitions as our topic sure. and we found topic or er, and we found <laughs> facts about that and discussed them Cool. And we put all of our facts in the show notes so everybody can go and look at where we got our facts. Very we cool. welcome we welcome people calling us out if we're wrong. Uh, because typically we're going off of sources and sources can be incorrect. So we always right. welcome people to email us and tell us we did something wrong. We want to correct it. 
and we just have a good fun time talking about stuff and uh it's a good time and she's learning a lot she's learning about audio production nice and proper mic technique and different things that's awesome and how old are you again nine or ten wow ten, ah, ten years old my own age Wow, and so and much more professional than the uh, than the rest of us here. Absolutely, that's impressive. That's 100%. impressive. And wrote yeah. that song, that introduction. This is great. You've, you've, it's really it's really a, a, a really cool podcast. I love listening to it. I'm um, subscribe and follow there on uh, on Spotify. Um, so yeah, so keep up the good work with that. It's really cool. That's Thanks. awesome. Yep. What did I? Go ahead, let me say it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead again. Fun Fact Friday with Leela and David. There's a couple of Fun Fact Fridays out there, but uh, you'll see a, a bald dude and a little girl on the cover. <laughs> Which one are you? Uh, I'm I'm the little girl. Okay. <laughs> I just She's I knew that. Dude. I just wanted the crowd to know. So. That's great. Well, you can have us on when you have your hundredth episode. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we're welcoming guests too. So if you oh, have cool. a couple of couple of good facts about something in particular that you know a lot about, um. Cool. Where we're welcoming guests. Great. Uh, getting that worked out. So that's great. Yeah, everybody who listens to this uh, should go and check it out for sure and support our good buddy Midas and uh, his, uh, his, his co host, who is uh, cuter than mine. So. Hey, man, come on. <laughs> Thank you. I have a uh, one more. I'm going to do one more little plug. My podcast is Meet Us Pod. Uh, it's an audio fiction and uh, narration. Sometimes I do full cast productions of short stories. Uh, it's normally science fiction, fantasy, horror, uh, anything with some kind of fantastical element to it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, it's not as regularly released as Fun Fact Friday. I get one done when I get one done, sort of thing. Yep. Uh, but I have a good time with that too. It's all for fun. That's great. Yeah. It, it's it is great too. Yeah. It's he just does a great job producing that, and it's like, um, it's, it, you know, kind of. I guess if you don't listen to a lot of non, you know, uh, discussion podcast or whatever it was we do, um, it is like it's like an audio book or it's like a, you know, old time radio, which is why I love it because yeah. I love all the old time radio. Shows. Right. That's what I was going for. Old time radio, uh, radio twilight zone episodes. Cause yeah, I love exactly. twilight zone. Right. Exactly, and I like, I handpick all the stories. Um, and I love something that's real pulpy, you know, kind of, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, not real cerebral or, or meaningful, just a good, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Pulpy story. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for having us. Congratulations on 100 episodes. That's uh, The average podcast makes it to the seventh episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's if, if you go and look on, there's over a million podcasts on iTunes now. Wow. And if you go and look, the average podcast has, I think, seven listeners and makes it to the seventh or eighth episode wow. before they wow. stop. That's the average. That's crazy. Because, well, you know, people are like, oh, I can do this, but there's a lot more work in it. No, oh, man, like, there is. Yeah. There is. Yes, yeah, there, there certainly is. Especially when you're doing the full cast stuff and you yeah. not only not only edit your own audio and get the sound effects in there, but you got seven other people's stuff to edit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got getting them yeah. coordinated and being yeah. on mm-hmm. top. Yeah. You got to put so. you got to treat it like treat it like work, really, you know. Right. So that's awesome. That was, Midas always delivers, and uh, it's good to see 
that his daughter is carrying on in the storytelling tradition and podcasting Absolutely. tradition that he that he has set up. That's right. So it's really cool. It's really cool that you know we've got uh, our friends in the, the, that do podcasts and um, another one of our former guest and good friend of the show, uh, uh, Emily from the episode Cuckoo Banana Pants. Um, she and her friend Joy also started a podcast. It's called The Residuals. And it's very similar to ours where they talk to people about, you know, they do focus a little bit more on ghost um, than, and, and not as broad as we are, but it's, it's really cool. It's fun. We highly recommend everybody go check them out and we're going to play a little promo for them because uh, we like them and we want you to listen to them too. So Barry, cue that up. Oh, hello there. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And if you like the tales of the strange on What's Your Weird Story, then check out our podcast, The Residuals. Emily and I discuss the paranormal, the inexplicable, and everything in between. We also do a little bit of light ghost therapy. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. So check out our podcast, The Residuals, on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And until then, don't be afraid of the dark. Uh, but I will. All right, our next guest is a old friend of ours. We grew up with him. He's none other known as Head Cheese. Head Cheese has a really, really interesting story to tell us about one of my favorite subjects, which is UFOs. Yeah, it's uh, he's got a commentary on that in his experience, of course, because, you know, he was in the Navy. Yeah. That's right. And he saw some weird stuff, man. So when we talked to him uh, just recently, uh, we asked him to, you know, please give us your side of things. Give us your viewpoint on what you think this all means. So without further ado, Head Cheese, what's your weird story? Let's see. There's something I need to talk to you guys about. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to jump in your time there, Poop. Oh, no, you're good. Okay, this old Navy Tic Tac video from 2004. Yeah. Doesn't look like anything I saw. I mean, but if there was going to be one branch that would say something, I guarantee it was going to be the Navy because we're, gonna, we're the ones that go see it. Right. There ain't nothing out there. And then the whole thing... My my other story I had when I was on with you guys last time was the ghost in my mom's house, Vic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his great granddaughter sent me a picture of him, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. What? Well, and also, yeah. I, I don't think he's listened yeah. to the episode where you guys mentioned him and the the correlation between everything i don't think he's listened to that episode yet yeah i, I, I got a i got a lot of catching up to do because you guys make me laugh too hard and i only listen to podcasts when i'm laying next to her and she gets up at four in the morning <laughs> <laughs> no we yeah, yeah yeah we had amy on and uh so it for people that didn't uh that that need to be caught up he so so had she he lived in a house that was haunted by this guy and um she come to find out the house had been lived in by Amy's um, grandfather yeah who um, apparently was haunting yeah. huh he was the sheriff yeah he was yeah. the sheriff yeah and you need to go back and listen to that episode but 
Yeah. It is. It's crazy. And when you guys, the cool thing was, is when you guys, like, you start talking to each other on Facebook about it. And I was like, dude, this is cool, man. We're, we're putting the pieces together, this puzzle that, you okay. know. What did you think I don't know. about that? Okay. Her episode is the next episode after mine. Mm. And she she said there, the one where she was talking about Henry Lee Lucas. Right. And right. I'm sitting there, and she started talking to Ed. She mentioned that her great-grandpa, I guess, was the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And then she said his name was Vic. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna lie, my stomach dropped. I was pretty much shocked. I actually think I woke you up, didn't I, babe? So, yeah. That's crazy, man. It's wild, dude. I just got I just got goosebumps by you talking about that connection and that you like a mystery was solved. But yeah, like, and and I you know, I I made a new friend out of it too. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a trip. So did the picture did the picture like I you never saw his ghost, right? Like his being, right? You never No, I didn't. Um I actually know two people that did. You know, three if you count my stepdad, but Okay. But yeah, um this uh, one of them's actually a mutual friend of me and Reggie's and uh she was staying at my mom's house and she was in the guest room and she woke up screaming because a cop was playing with her foot. So Ooh. yeah. Wow. Then my sister, but I mean, it's it's just one of those things. It was just really weird for me. That I've is, never had something just fall into place like that. That yeah. is wild. I mean, what are the chances? I mean, of course, it's a small town, but still, what are the chances that we talked to the girl whose grandfather lived in the house that you grew up in, and that was the story? Like, she's just yeah. talking yeah. about that. That's so bizarre, man. So uh, th- crazy. Yeah, I, 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 I'm serious. My stomach dropped. It was like I went off the side of a roller coaster. Yeah. That's so wild. So you, you, you kind of, so with the picture, you got to put a, the face with the name or the, yeah. yeah, the entity that you were hearing. And she yeah. said too, like, didn't you say that you'd hear these, these sounds of like heavy breathing or like clearing a throat or something? Coughing. Cough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said something about that too, right? She said that he would cough yeah. and, and golly, that's so weird. Yeah. That, <laughs> Was, that's just one of those ones that just kind of just fell in together. I was, right. I was really shocked. Yeah. Because I'd never really thought I'd meet anybody that would be able to put a face with it. I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, cool. it, well, it's 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 independent verification. You know, I yeah. mean, it's completely like you know outside. Like you guys really didn't know each other. Um, you know, you you would probably. I mean, you were. I think you were probably closer to her sister, her age rather. Than, I think you no, guys think were in the same class. A little bit. You no, know, I think her sister's a year younger. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just but still, man, it's just it's just it's just wild, you know. And it, it's because like, oh, it just like you said, things dropped into place, and it's just it's, just, it's amazing. So yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was pretty. It was pretty wild. I. I, I really can't explain how I feel about it. You know, it, yeah, it's it too exciting, weird. right? But yeah, I mean, it was just really cool. And Amy, if you're listening, you're awesome. <laughs> Amy is awesome. So. Yeah, that's cool. 
man. Yeah, well, and the UFO stuff, too, is like, uh, that is something that I think we're going to hear more about, of course. I think, you know, as time goes on, we're, we're going to get more footage from people. But yeah. but I've talked yeah. about this before, too. Is, see, I know, I, I mean, I loosely know Tom DeLonge. Um, who, oh, sweet. Yeah, who, who kind of got the footage, like, put out there. And Adam and I were talking, and it's like, I had my doubts because, you know, he, he was doing some interviews and stuff before all that came out, and it just wasn't very convincing, you know? Yeah, he did, he did not represent himself very well, especially on the uh, uh, Joe Rogan yeah. show. He just, he, he, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of empty answers to questions. Yeah. Now I think I looking back on it I think he was just trying to I think he couldn't say anything about it cuz he wanted right. to make sure that it was going to actually come out before he talked about it but it's pretty crazy shit dude I mean I I watched those videos a few times and it was just like the the one that always like gets my attention is the one where it's the the video of the aircraft and it's skimming across the water mm-hmm. and it is I mean you can tell it is moving, man. I mean, I don't know how fast it's going, but it is going fast, man. Mm-hmm. Here, here's 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 another one that um, kind of, kind of a weird little tie-in. Uh, one of our mutual friends was actually on the Nimitz during the 2004 deployment. So I'm going to ask her. Wow, Melissa. Ah. Yeah. Wow. So I'll 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 ask her if she knows anything. That'd be or cool. Anything. That'd be cool. Because I know she used to work supplies. Right. You never know. Right. Supply usually hears all kinds of cool shit. Well, you know, and that's the thing. Like, like that's a good question to ask you, man. Like, when some shit like that goes down, does, like, how many people know about that? Because, like, in the report, the, the, the pilot was talking about how they were, they were getting, they were in the air and they were going to start performing their, their war games. And then they called it off because this craft dropped in to the picture Mm -hmm. and so they sent him the powers that be sent he said hey look we're we're not doing this now but we want you to go check that thing out whatever that is you you go figure out what that is well how many people know that kind of shit that that's going on is it just the upper command i mean well whoever's listening to right like your air traffic control would hear it cic would hear it that's Combat Information Center. Gotcha. Um, Are you sworn to some we, sort we of secrecy ever... or anything like that? Like it really depends on the information. I okay. mean, yeah. usually, if if depending on the the situation and who all's available to listen, it kind of makes it. it kind of make the secrecy level kind of kind of goes in there. But gotcha. people are going to talk. Of course. I yeah. mean, um, imagine. Uh, you take all of you take Kingfisher and put it on one one ship, right? And they've got nothing but themselves to talk to, right? For six months at a time. That sounds like Kingfisher. So exactly, <laughs> it, it sounds like Kingfisher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pop- exactly you take the population of Kingfisher, you right. put them on a metal craft in the middle of the ocean with nothing to do but to talk to each other for six months. Right. People are going to talk. Oh, yeah. So if then somebody you take away all maturity. Right. Yes. <laughs> got So imagine like a bunch of high school freshmen just going at it. 
for six months at a time in a tin can and you can't leave. Yeah. Right. You've got nothing to do to keep yourselves entertained. Right. This was before really internet was big or having internet access on the ships and you can't get on the internet all the time on the ship. So you've got nothing to do but to hang out and swap stories and right. it doesn't matter how secret some stuff is unless the the it's, it's just like any kind of secret the the fewer people that you have that know the information is the more you can control it right. but on something like that i'm pretty sure that somebody heard something and then the next thing you know they're on the smoke deck talking and right one person says something to somebody else and like oh my god did you hear about this and right oh yeah it people know something people yeah, knew yeah. something it's just a matter of how much did they know right yeah and how much they were who was it, who was talking to whom sure. and then of course everything is out of proportion right yeah. well yeah and that's yeah. Yeah. and then then you know you're always going to get some sort of spin on it like when i had my sighting in 96 on the tarawa i mean we were once we left the area we were taking pictures at, which was Volter's Row, I mean, it was not even discussed, brought up, or anything. Right. You didn't even talk about it amongst yourselves. Right. So, we just you kinda, never know what that kind of stuff Well, I, I got to imagine, too, in an, in an environment like that, like, to start talking about shit like that, you'd have to have, like, even though everybody's a young person... Like, there's probably a level of professionalism that has to come along with that, you know? And so, oh, to yeah. put yourself it, it, on the line would be weird. And the thing is, depending on where you worked, you had a certain security clearance level. Right. So, a right. lot of the stuff that um, we, we might have seen together or looked at together, y you couldn't tell that to anybody else. Right. Now, um, now, now do you guys want to... Uh, break news anything here right here right here right now uh release anything that you may have seen the, that uh <laughs> the world needs to know this the world needs to know the world needs to know well no not anything <laughs> lately <laughs> not, yeah not anything lately i mean there 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 were a couple of times where when i was because i i retired in 2017 <laughs> And so I, we've kind of been out of the loop for a little bit on things. Um, but, yeah, there were a few times that stuff happened when, depending on where I worked, like I used to work up in D.C. And there there might have been a couple times that things happened up there that I came home and said, hey, you ain't going to believe this shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, he'd hear about it, then we'd hear about it on the news later. Um, but, yeah. One of the great things about us having worked together before, especially once he got out of the Navy and I stayed in, um, I always knew that I could have somebody outside to talk to mm -hmm. yeah. because I knew, he knew the importance of what I would be doing um, or hearing or seeing or whatever. And would, I mean, it'd be like a, okay, I've got to be able to talk to somebody about this outside of work. And I knew I could always talk to him okay. about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. What was really happening is I was calling the shots behind the scenes. <laughs> Bullshit. I am, I am a shadowy figure. Yes. 
mm-hmm. around shadowy figure. Yes. Very, very, very round shadowy figure. Uh. Yeah, I just I really wanted to touch base with you guys on that. That's because cool, man. I thought that was. I, I thought some of. I mean, it was just like what. A, just a few months after I was yeah. on with you guys mm-hmm. at the yep. Pentagon, to yeah, it's legit. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah well, we uh, we wanted to uh, we wanted to talk to you about that your your slant on that particular thing. So Barry especially was because this oh, is his this excited. is his pet project right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's cool stuff. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't doubt that we're going to hear more. And and we've already had we've had a bunch of people come on and talk about their sightings and stuff like that. And I think. You know, we'll hear more stories about that, and and um, if anything, it just sort of you, you got to take sort of every you know everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people have uh, a UFO or unidentified you know aircraft um, a story, and so it kind of adds some validity to some of those stories. So it's cool um, stuff. Hey guys, this is Justin from uh, episode 5, Pocket Knife and Potato, and episode 19, Let's Break Out the Quarrel. I fought a phantom, turned out to be a tree. Thanks a lot for having me on uh, this uh, early on in the journey. I, I really enjoy the show. It's nice to be part of something that I'm also a fan of. Keep up the great work, guys. Dude, well, first of all, it's always a... A pleasure, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. It's always entertaining to talk yeah, to Head Cheese. Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> absolutely, man. It's always cool. Head Cheese is a very interesting character, to be sure. Um, but it's also really cool how he and Amy connected, you know, through the show. Oh, yeah, I mean that when that happened, man, that was one of the coolest things that we got to see happen yeah. real time because we now yeah, have yeah. Facebook and they had a conversation that started and and we were privy to their uh, sharing information back and forth. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah, so awesome. That's it's it's you know, there's a special place in our hearts for head cheese in in Weirdsville. Uh, I guess you know because you need to really keep him over quarantined off in his own area. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, head cheese. Thanks, man. Well, coming up, we have uh, the 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 final uh, story of part one. Of a two-part uh, huge party, it's a two-block party, really, uh, here at the at the Weirdsville. Uh, this is an old friend of mine, and uh, we asked him to come on. Really, in the early days of this, I think mm. we were only just a couple of months into it, and I had asked my friend to come on. And uh, Sparky is uh, just—he's uh, got a got a cool story, man. This is a mm. a real neat story about finding some faith yeah yeah i think that's a good that's a good way to look at it um this is kind of like a lost uh in the archives kind of inner or you know story we 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 talked to sparky before we even posted our first show online he was very early interview and somehow you know we misplaced it and uh but you know hey we found it we pulled this little bit out and this is probably the the gem of it all so um so yeah, very sad. Sparky, Sparky, yeah, Sparky. What's your weird story? Well, thank you. And uh, first thing I do want to mention, uh, Sparky is is not my uh, given name. It's uh, my name for for the moment. Uh, <laughs> what's just, your 
<laughs> we, you know, we, we, you know, we, we totally so allow good. anonymity and um, anything that you want to use or call yourself. Uh, that could be fine. You can make up any name you want. Um, because, as long yeah. as your stories are true. Absolutely. Um, and you can true. change the names of the protect the innocent or whoever, you know, but yeah. That's right. That's right. So uh, Sparky's no, just, awesome. I'm just not ready to come out of the closet on some of these stories yet. So I will... Um, reveal them to you they are the truth as i have experienced it Excellent. and uh, uh but so the only thing that is is uh phony baloney is spark sparky maloney or is it <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> when i was an early a young teenager um i was going through a difficult time and so i was having a talk with god i was at a point where i wasn't completely convinced that god was there um, and trying to understand all of the difficulties that were taking place in my life. So I said, God, if you're out there, give me a sign. I need to know. And then I thought, well, what sign is he going to give me? You know, so I, I, I was lying on, a, on the hill in the back of my house, and I was looking up at the sky, and I love to look at the stars, Mm-hmm. And I see shooting stars. And so, God, if you're out there, show me a shooting star. I'll give you 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, lo and behold, I saw at least one shooting star in the next 10 minutes. So I was convinced I had been heard. Mm-hmm. Well, jumping forward quite a few years, I'm now a, a young uh, a young man with a, a family. Um, I had, I was out of work. I was living in Los Angeles. And I had applied for work at a country club. And I had also auditioned to be in a, an, an actor's workshop. Mm-hmm. And I was getting a little anxious. I wanted to know, you know, what's going to happen here? Am I going to get one or the other? So... I decided that I needed to have another sign. Uh, So I stepped outside of the building I was living in. And I said, God, give me a sign, please. Am I going to get this job? Am I going to get accepted into this acting workshop? Show me my sign, which was the shooting star. Now, you got to understand, in Los Angeles, you can barely see the night sky. Right, because all that light pollution. Light pollution. Yeah, yeah. So I looked up, and I saw, within five minutes, I saw a shooting star. Man, that's pretty spectacular on its own. It, yeah. it, on its own, it, just, it blew me away. I said, wow, you know, that's amazing. Thank you. Wait a minute. I had two questions here. Now, which is it going to be? <laughs> the acting workshop or the, the job? Well, I, I stood out. So, so I, asked, I asked God again, is it, which is it? Within just a few more minutes, I saw another shooting star. I saw two. Man. Within about 15 minutes time. Man. I got both the job that I had applied for. And got into the acting workshop. Wow. That's uh, cool. Yeah. That's amazing. I that's cannot offer you 
the explanation. I can only tell you my experience on that. So the, uh, the additional part of that, at the job, when I walked into the job at the country club, I looked into the lobby, or, or maybe I guess when I applied for the job, at, in the, the first time I walked into the lobby, I knew I had seen that lobby in one of my premonition dreams. However, it was three years until I saw the lobby decorated the way I had seen it in my dream. Whoa. Wow. Which told me that I was going at least three years into my own future uh, in my dream state. Now, there was a point at my life when I was having these experiences, uh, it was driving me crazy. I, my, my wife was uh, very psychic and spiritual, and she had a lot of these type of experiences. But she was the only one that I knew of that I could really talk to. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. was just through my mind. I didn't know what to do with it. That's wild. So I That's had to wild. Start, I, yeah, it's very wild. So I had to start researching more, finding more information. Um, I, I, you know, I just, I knew there, there's something about our reality that, is not talked about and you if you guys are going into that field that's great because people are going to be ready for it um people are hungry for for that type of thing now we're talking about all kinds of stuff man so yeah yeah you know the more the merrier experience yeah well hey listen man i i appreciate you uh taking time to get together with us thank you very much and uh We'd like to have you back because there's more stuff. Uh, he, he worked at the country club that O.J. Simpson was at at the time that he murdered uh, Nicole. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah. That's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. Were you his model? Uh, not quite. Well, you know, it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school. But it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of us. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Sparky, man, thank you so much for coming on and, you know, being one of the early supporters of, of this podcast. Yeah. And we're happy that we were able to find that uh, old interview and, and mm-hmm. get him on here. And it was a cool story, man. It was a really, yeah. it was a touching thing. And I think that, you know, this, you know, this first series of, of uh, 
of our celebration is really kind of it runs the gamut and it's kind of a just kind of a chunk uh, uh, of a bigger picture I guess of what we've sort of uh, been able to provide for folks over the last uh, couple of years and it's 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 uh it's great man so thanks again and uh, man looking forward to to another one of these man we got another round coming yes we got another whole episode for you guys to listen to as part of our episode 100 special um because we just had so much that we wanted to share that we decided that well you know we will make it two, make two episodes long instead of like a 14 hour one episode maybe i'm a maybe i'm exaggerating a little bit on that time but still (laughs) it's a festival yeah yeah but right here, as we wrap up here on our episode 100, part one official, I want to thank um, everybody who called in and left us such lovely messages. That was really nice of you guys. Really cool. And that was, uh, you know, it was really nice to hear from, from our past guests and, and yeah. reconnect, you know, in that way. And, you know, there's something when you hear somebody's voice coming at you through the phone line it's special it it it, Mm -hmm. it just is and it's and it's a cool a cool way to um you know to to you know give them a little bit more uh a notoriety and and you know and and for them to be able to come on here when they didn't know us from adam you know it was (laughs) some uh, of them knew me (laughs) (laughs) it was uh it's cool that people are just are you know they're willing to do that yeah, and we also want to make a special shout out to our friends in the Cutthroat Freak Show and Sideshow, uh, and Thunder Snow Cone and all those groups, all those clowns and freaks. Uh, the official Sideshow and Freak Show of Weirdsville. We've made it official. We just we informed them. Um, they have their own special section of town because you know you want to keep the freaks all together. But hey, uh, but you know they've got really great barbecue over That's there. That's right. They're uh, they're over there burning stuff and. Piercing stuff. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. We want to thank those guys because they've been a big supporter uh, collectively, and uh, we, you know, they're really cool. And we've got, uh, we've actually got more stories from them in future episodes and future other cast member, club member, clan members. I don't know what they are, but more clowns coming our way. Yeah, we look forward to it. And uh, and yeah. So with that being said, guys, let's hang on for next week. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. It is. We've got. Uh, oh, we got some stuff. We got some stuff for you. We got some laughs. We got some spooky stuff. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got some big feet. Maybe. Yeah, we got some big feet. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we got some big feet, and we got a crazy story from our friend Sam. Oh my God! This this one might be one of my favorites. It really is. I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm not saying a lot, man, but this one, that is this this one is a hell of a story, man. So we, I can't I can't wait for people to hear it. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us, Weirdsville. Thank you so much for joining us and supporting us and to us and listening to us throughout these first 100 uh, episodes and a few bonus. Uh, but. Uh, you know, we really appreciate it. You guys have, uh, you made this, you guys are what makes this podcast happen That's by right. listening, by sharing your stories and by being part of Weirdsville and a community that's here. And, um, you know, 
we just, you know, all, as always, we encourage you to share your stories, your family stories, um, you know, uh, any good story. We, we want to hear, it, you know, we'll use it. We'll figure out something to do. We'll share it with the world. We love great stories. We love talking to people. We love you guys, Weirdsville. If you're new to Weirdsville, or you've been here with us throughout. You're part of Weirdsville. So join us next week for part two of the 100 episode special. And in the meantime, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.